Welcome to the Intuitive Mind Solutions Podcast, where we help people help people. Our vision is to support all the individuals out in the world who are helping others become better versions of themselves. We represent a group who create Intuitive Mind Solutions for the challenges in the world today. Human potential has been limited because we have forgotten that our true strength as humanity is the ability to work together. We will stand by your side, we will have your back, and we will do whatever we can do to support you and your vision to help others. Today, in this age of awakening, it is time to bring the intuitive minds of intuitive people together to awaken the rest of the world. We are here to bring together the right people at the right time to create the right solutions that the world needs in order to thrive. The Intuitive Mind Solutions Podcast is hosted by Dr. Matthew Bresky and Tamara Haller. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Dr. Matthew Bresky from the Intuitive Mind Solutions podcast, and I'm here with my co-host, Tamara Haller. And we have a couple new guests on our show today, and we're kind of changing it up from previous shows that we've had. Uh, normally in the past, we've been interviewing a lot of uh, chiropractors and other medical professionals that offer programs helping people around the world. They have a lot of online programs. And uh, I'm friends with these two young ladies uh, from when I lived in the Quad Cities as well. And I saw on their feeds that they have quite a cool thing going on. And I thought it would be a good idea to give them some support. And we want to show the rest of the listeners here what, what they're up to in the, in the Quad Cities and what eventually could help a lot of people in many other cities, maybe even around the world, and could inspire what, what they're calling the sober revolution. And um, I think it's a real cool concept. And what they have is um, we have Amber Haynes and we have Chantil Smith, okay? And what they are doing right now, they're, they've created a platform called Unimpaired, correct? Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. And it's basically a sober bar and a sober uh, place for people to experience everything a bar has to offer minus alcohol. And first off, I want you to kind of, you can introduce yourselves and tell everybody about kind of the, who you are a little bit, what it is exactly that you guys are doing and why you're doing it. And we'll yep. give you the floor to tell everybody about it. Okay. Thank you. The floor is yours. All right. My name is Amber Haynes and I am the founder of Unimpaired. Chantille is my best friend. Hi, guys. <laughs> Operations director. Hello. And we're both sober. I'm four years sober, Chantille. Nine you? years. Wow. Nine years sober. Wow. So we, we still like to go out to the bars. Um, dancing is one of our favorite things. Live music, acoustic acts. We love it. So mm -hmm. we still love going to the bars, even though we don't drink. We, we still enjoy the atmosphere. We still enjoy, we want to get out and socialize. So I think what we have created is, is an environment. So what we're trying to prove is that a bar just isn't about alcohol. It's about socializing. 
So I'm not sure if everyone knows this, but I own an actual bar in uh, Bluegrass, Iowa. It's called Main Street Pub and Grub. I bartended there for 10 years. That's when I realized I struggled with alcoholism. Um, the next day after, after a long night of work and isn't, isn't the easiest. No. I think that a lot of people in the industry, you know, realize that. Um, but what we thought, why couldn't we just have a place where we can go dance? We can listen to music. We can play the jukebox. We can play pool, play darts, karaoke. I, I'm trivia. I'm an awful where, where essentially you can do everything you can do at a bar without the centerpiece being alcohol. Right. Without that being the social glue that ties it all together. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We're here to socialize with each other and remember those conversations the next morning. Yeah. You know, yeah. So which, which is, which is, which is fun. That's what, that's the grand idea behind unimpaired. So we have created that here in Davenport, Iowa, downtown Davenport. We have our second location going in Iowa city. Uh, we should be ready to rock August. Yeah. August 1st there, which, which is super, super exciting. Our drinks, we have drinks that taste exactly like their alcoholic counterparts. Mocktails. Yeah. If you want a Jack and Coke, we can make you a Jackless Coke. I mean, it, is spot on. There's a company named Liars out of Australia, and they are the ones who make a lot of the non-alcoholic distilled spirits, and they are delicious. We use them. They're, you know, some of them are in our like our premier mixed cocktails here. They're delicious. That's right? cool. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know they had that that ability. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, we, as far as like NA beer, a lot of NA beer still has um, alcohol in it. Mm -hmm. Usually, you know, the under point zero one percent. So we try to stick with 0, 0.0 beer. Budweiser just came out with a new one. There's one called Hairless Dog. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> and they have four different, they have different brands. We carry four of their different beers. So okay. it's pretty, it's just pretty neat. We also make our own cocktails. Um, ones that are full with antioxidants. We have uh, Lotus Energy drinks. It's natural plant-based energy. So they're all good for you. It's not a bunch of fruity drinks and you don't have to have a drink that tastes like an alcoholic drink. If some people who are in recovery, that, that could be a trigger for them. And yeah. we would never want to be a part of that. All we want to do is create a, a space where people can come to alcohol-free, regardless of their choice to why they're not drinking. They might have to work early. Maybe they're pregnant or maybe they're on medication that they can't drink. Or maybe they're like us and we just, we really can't do it. Or they just don't <laughs> want it in their, they don't want it in their face the entire time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I think, you know, some people, you, the word addict gets a bad rap too, because some people just have a, a problem with, uh, with it and they, they almost don't know how to stop. And right. so they can never go socialize because if they're around it and they just take one drink, those people have a chemical change that happens and then they turn into a different person later on. And then they time travel and do some stupid shit. And then, and that's exactly. And that's unfortunate that they, they never would have an opportunity to go socialize in this type of way because right. of it. Right. No, I'm an example of that. They call it an allergic reaction in Alcoholics Anonymous. That's what okay. they call it. <laughs> yeah, that's the program that helped me get sober. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, essentially, we, people that actually have that inability to stop or control their drinking, it, it's a serious thing. It's not like they're just you know what I mean? People want to think that it's just all alcoholics are bad people. And it's really not. It's just that when they take alcohol, something different happens with them. Alcohol reacts to them differently Jekyll than it Hyde. does a normal person. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I worked and I was a bartender for about 11 years and I, you know, a bunch of different places. Speaking of live music, I don't know if you know the Redstone Room. Yeah. yeah. I was there when yeah. it started. Oh, that's awesome. So maybe that's where we initially think, met. Yeah. I don't think it's open anymore. I think it's just Not the right Redstone Music nope. experience that's open. It's just a museum, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so, and why else? Any other whys that you guys decided that this was going to be... Well, um, okay. So when the idea sort of came about, we, Chantille was bartending at my bar in Bluegrass and we were there every day and it's, my brother struggles with alcoholism. And I told Chantille one day, I said, I think I'm going to have to take all of the alcohol off the shelves in this bar. I said, because I, I love my brother more than I love this bar and he struggles. He's 24 years old. We live in a small town of blue, you know, Bluegrass, Iowa, nothing to do, but go to my bar, you know? So you go there and I've seen it so many times where we'll have a customer come in that's not drinking. He's going to have dinner. He says, no, I don't need one when someone offers. But then by the end of the night, he's drunk because it's people crushing. are pushing it on you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Have one, yeah. have one before you go. And that's, that's what we, we really, it's a very, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for, for the people like that, that maybe for whatever reason, want to not have it that night. They, it's just not acceptable to not drink. In a social yeah. environment, it really isn't. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always, when I like would go out, I would always fake it. Like people would think I was drinking, and I'd be, it'd be just tonic water and lime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's it, the fact that it's so normal. Chantil, remember when you bartended at that place, and they, they didn't want her to turn down a drink. They wanted her to just spit I had it that, out. Yeah, I told them that I struggled with drinking. It was a place in town here, and they said, well well, can't you just spit it? I said, no, you guys don't understand. Like, I'm not even going to fake take a shot because I don't want anyone in this community to think that I'm doing it. It's a lifestyle choice for me. I don't even want patrons to see that and assume that I would be drinking because I take it seriously. Yeah, to have to pretend that's ridiculous. that you're drinking is just to be cool. No, no. I, what we're trying to sales. Right. And <laughs> what we're trying to do is to, is to show that you, there is a life beyond alcohol. You don't have to drink to have fun. You don't have to drink to socialize. You don't have to drink to get out there. Now, is it harder? Yes. My, my social anxiety through the roof. Yeah. Way worse than it was because I used to hide and mask behind alcohol and I could go out and talk to people and have so much fun. It is a little bit different now when I'm sober, but I just think that that's a hurdle to cross over and I'm excited to do it. I, I love it. I love it. I think that's awesome because you're kind of doing what a lot of people in the world are struggling with right now. And that is stepping into the uncomfortable zone and making, and making yourself vulnerable. And tomorrow I know if you have some experience with certain aspects of this too, with your work and everything. Uh, But it's like me and tomorrow talk a lot about this. And sometimes we have to go through your fear and face face the fear with courage yep. and then when you do that and that's what i was thinking with your place like you know all it takes is one night to go to your place and have just the baddest funnest time ever yeah totally sober and the next day you wake up at eight in the morning and you're like wow i feel good what the hell i have a sunday i get to enjoy <laughs> i don't get to waste my whole day stay away with a hangover right yeah and so you guys are giving people that opportunity mm-hmm. and i think that's quite I think that's quite, uh, you know, I think it's quite amazing because I also was kind of in the same shoes as you when I was a bartender full time. Mm-hmm. 
so I know everything about that lifestyle and, and what it's like. And then the difference when you have a Sunday morning and you're, you're wide awake at eight in the morning, you're like, wow, I have a whole day to enjoy. That is a gift that yeah, I think people don't understand or, or can appreciate until they experience it. And right. you guys are going to give people this, this cool journey. I think that's cool. We hope to. I mean, there's a millions of things, even besides, you know, waking up without the hangover. I mean, my skin has never been better since I, since I stopped drinking, you know, I, I, I'm just more clear headed. I, my memory is better. I remember so much better. My, I'm, I'm skinnier. That's for sure. I'm skinnier now. <laughs> I don't go to jail. I was drinking those calories. <laughs> Yeah, Chant yeah, I don't go to jail. Chantel got arrested on her wedding day. I did. Oh, wedding day. True story, actually. Well, but technically, it had got postponed, but it was the day that I was supposed to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Take the front page of the Quad City Times as well, with a little mugshot, and that's no joke. If you Google my name, it'll pop up. Wow. So don't put that. Hey, but we're living and Don't Google. Yeah, no. don't, don't do that, people. Don't do that. that hey, Tamara, do you have any questions for her? Well, I think even for like you, where you're a young parent, um, that for me was a big thing. You know, you're young, you're partying, you have a baby. And um, the, the thought of waking up with a hangover with a baby and having to take care of children, but yet you still want to be able to go out. You still want to enjoy life. You still want to party, but without the alcohol, without the hangover. With, with like you said, having the Sunday where you're not hungover, or, you know, trying to deal with kids with a hangover. Oh, never. No, but you st still want the social. Yeah, right. right. My daughter's first Christmas, I was so hungover. I remember in the middle of her opening up her presents that I got up and went to the bathroom because I didn't feel good. I was sick, but it wasn't, it didn't dawn on me at that moment that it was like, this isn't right because of the right. way I was raised around alcohol. It was like, oh, it's a morning, you know, it's just uh -huh. a morning. Yeah. I'm through it. But now that I think back about it, I'm mortified. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And my daughter, she doesn't care at 6 a.m. if I was hungover. She still no, wants to no. get up, still wants to have fun. Mm -hmm. And it's not fair. I'm, we are better parents sober. We, we just 100% My kid, because thank God, and not that Gracie's was, Gracie was young. She probably did. But Ruby's never had to see her mom drunk, thank God. Because, mm -hmm. it, I mean, it was a mess. And so that's one of the things that I'm the most grateful for in the entire world because I hope that yeah. she never has to. We want to be the best yeah. positive influences that we can for our daughters. We want them to look at us and, and want to be independent, strong women like us. And, and if yes. alcoholism, you know, was, was going to hold us back with our lives, we were able to cross that hurdle mm -hmm. and make it past there. And it's, yeah. it's not easy every single day. It's no. not easy. No, we don't have the best of support systems. And if, you know, when you come from a when you come from a broken family, it's kind of just the norm. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. have these family of origin issues where it's just a socially acceptable as well. And so breaking all those molds and, you know, coming yeah. out on the other side. My family that goes back hard. to yeah. what you were saying before too, with, um, you know, people offering you a drink and people offering you a drink. I think that uh, uh, people feel uncomfortable if you're not drinking and they are. Yeah, and so if, company, guilty. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah. wait a minute, that that person can choose to not drink and be in a social situation, and I, situation, and I can't. And then they start right. to their character, right? Yeah. Right. So if you take the, the alcohol out of the situation, there again, you can socialize, you can hang out without mm -hmm. taking that, without that pressure, or without that judgment, or without that self judgment of wait, 
they, they need to be where I'm at. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's really, I admire you two for being very vulnerable and sharing your stories because it's not easy for people to talk about that. And, uh, right, right. you know, having something, you know, every time we go on these shows, what, what we do is we, I, I'll give suggestions or my co-host will give suggestions on other ideas mm -hmm. from outside in. And so you guys just kind of sparked an idea for me what would be beneficial for you guys. And maybe you guys already do this, but really be there. Uh, you can kind of have it on the side work with a support staff, a supporting structure that will help the people uh, be able to open up again and learn how to be social again. Because what it is to me is like when you go from, uh, and I noticed this from myself, and you go from being a drinker highly extroverted and then mm -hmm. you become a non-drinker and you become highly introverted and that's a super shock to your system because you do get that social anxiety you do get that uh oh my god how many different things could i say wrong here <laughs> in your head and when you had the alcohol damping that system down then you had no filter Ex absolutely but then i would say things that i would always that, Next but, day, you go through your phone and you're like, oh boy, that was interesting. <laughs> but then if you guys could offer like a supporting uh, system for people going through that, give you an opportunity to kind of co-work alongside, uh, yeah, Alcoholics Anonymous, but even- that's a, that's a wonderful idea. But even another organization that will help with social anxiety. And then you just say, hey, you know, we're gonna have, I think you should do maybe an improv night. Yeah, and, that would then, be fun. And then you can get people on stage in front of everybody making fun of themselves in a way breaking the in ice. order to break the ice to get the uncomfortable comfortable. That's a wonderful right. idea. And we would, we would love that. That's actually been in our thoughts. So, you know, our grand plan is to have these all over the United States. And it would also be wonderful to have a sober house around them, you know, all over the United States as well. So we could maybe do like, we could do yeah. some donations yeah. for it. It would, it would be, it would be super cool. So then I might be more in contact with you because I might be interested to invest in supporting something like that. Nice. That's so. wonderful. That's wonderful. That's, it's really important, especially, especially with younger people. Alcohol, why is it so normal? Yeah. An everyday thing. Mm -hmm. I, the fact that we don't drink, some, some people think is, you know, weird. weird. What I think is weird is packing a cooler to go to your son's little league game or, or what have you. Party. You know <laughs> what I mean? There's a keg at a kid's five-year-old birthday party. Like, why? <laughs> That's this weird. This is not an excuse for you all to get intoxicated. This yeah, but this is years and years of cultural conditioning. And it's, oh, it's I know. But, but the thing is, oh. as we can go into a lot of things, um, it's, yeah, we could... I still, I'm not sober. I still drink alcohol at events and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll admit that. And, uh, but the thing is, try not to judge at the moment because right yeah. now most, it's just a ha habitual thing. And in the beginning, when you start going against the, the grain, it's uncomfortable and um, you Very. feel alone. But then the more and more people see that, how you are and they see okay look at her skin oh i'm sober that's how it works and yeah. <laughs> you know they start noticing little things and then it starts getting into more like a, a spreading fire yeah you guys are right at that beginning point i think i feel like it's going to be a big movement that's going to 
going to so. go forward. We're so excited. Do you want me? I can tell you a little bit about our Iowa City location. We're so excited about that. Well, first, right next, I yeah. want to tell you what you have. I want to ask you, what do you have to do in the next weekend for this Iowa City venue? Don't you have to do some television Wait. show? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. So it is called Shine on Quad Cities, which I'm very, very excited about. It is basically like Dancing with the Stars. So you send us a link and we'll put it on our thing so people in Europe and listening on our podcast can also maybe watch it. That would or be purchase tickets on yeah, Zoom. Yeah, we can purchase tickets on Zoom. That would be absolutely amazing. So what it is is um, uh, Ballroom by Nick is putting on this. It's in the Eldridge Community Center. And what they're going to do is they've trained all of these different small business owners on these ballroom, these fancy ballroom Unique dances. Everyone has a unique dance. Just like you see on Dancing Dancing with the Stars. And so we're going to do that. And we're just trying to raise money then for each of our small businesses. Awesome. And and people can go to the link and uh, they can purchase viewing it. Now, is there a replay or do they have to watch it live? They have to watch it live on Zoom. Yep. It's $30 a ticket and all of the money that is, is, you know, all of the money that they're going to raise is going to be given right back to those small businesses, those dancers that are out there shaking it for their small businesses. <laughs> what, what time is it? It's at 7 p.m. on the 27th of February. Okay. So I'll see what we, we can see what European people, it's going to be late though, because we're seven hours ahead of you. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's ours. Let's both set our alarms. But hey, I don't know. I think you'd be a really good idea for the you to contact them and say, Hey, you can record the zoom calls like we're doing now yeah. and, and sell it for 15. There we go. I will get a hold of, I will get a hold of Nick today and see what he says about that. That's a good idea. I mean, it's, 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 it's information or not information. It's uh, footage that would yeah. be wasted if, if it's pre if it's recorded. I mean, why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if somebody messes up real bad. <laughs> then, you, then you get that we get some splitting of the dress you know you never yeah it's a it's a whole it's, it's, a lot it's of like fringe. a flapper dress every one of amber's nightmares is coming in her head right it, now it is. <laughs> i'm really putting myself out there i'm like this is we can do this <laughs> Oh, but that's even, that's, that's awesome because you are putting yourself out there and you are becoming vulnerable to, yes, you know, to help support a cause that's worth it. Yep. Yep. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe in the sober movement. And I think that, I think that during this pandemic, a lot of people stayed home, alcohol sales went up. I think that coming out of this, that we need something fresh, new, some, somewhere for people to go. I mean, People are drinking now more, more than, than ever. They ever have. Yeah. yeah, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. No. And, and the problem is, even in the Netherlands here, uh, the rates of divorce is like this mm-hmm. last year is crazy. It's like people, yeah, and it's sad. And alcohol is a big part of it. It is, unfortunately. Well, it doesn't yeah. help depressant, so. No. Uh, have you guys had any challenges outside of the recent Budweiser challenge? That Sean Teal was telling me um, oh, about. Budweiser. Oh, yeah. So Budweiser sells 0.0 beer, but they will not sell it to us without a liquor license. It's really serious? 
because there's an old law in Iowa that says something about that. I'm going to do some more digging in that and try to figure, find that old law and see, but yes, we can't even order zero beer without a liquor's license. Mm. But I can order it at my bar <laughs> with a liquor license and then sell it at my non-alcoholic bar. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, but have you looked into, have you found any IPA non-alcoholic beers? Hairless Dog carries one. Mm -hmm. who, who is it? Hairless Dog? Yeah, that's, I've, there's another BrewDog brewing company that I'm thinking of, but it's not, I haven't had the Hairless Dog IPA, but I've had a lot of IPAs here in Europe. They have alcohol-free and they're really taste like they're got alcohol in it. We have Bitburger that has that's 0 0.02 and that one that one's that's from good. Germany and that one's yeah, pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. And so the hairless dog has a black ale, a citra lager, and then they have an IPA and a coffee stout. And a coffee stout. So I know where I'm gonna hang out and try all that when I <laughs> yeah. come to Palmer. Hey, we we would love to we would love to be able to private label unimpaired with one of those with you know a zero point zero beer. That's something else that is in the when I when I lived in Bettendorf I made my own beer. You did? And that would have been perfect. Oh, have been. <laughs> but now I might, I might just have to make some non-alcoholic beer here and I'll ship it over and you can put yes. the label on it. Please do. We have, so Front Street Brewery is just right down the street from us here and they do make, make us all of our house seltzers. Mm -hmm. So we okay. have a pear seltzer for our unimpaired mojito and yeah, it's, they're delicious. I've, I think I saw a menu of yours and you have some really funny creative names for your drinks. Yeah, we got some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, that's always fun. Well, that's the best part is we've both been in the industry for so long and making drinks. I love it. it we do it in it's the fun. summertime with our with our girls, you know, just mixing up different non-alcoholic drinks. And so we literally get to do that all day here. It's it's so fun. And ones that are good for you and healthy. We have kombucha on draft, you know, good for yeah. your gut health, filled with antioxidants uh -oh. and, you know. Wow. Good for you. Mm -hmm. And I have, after our call, I have another idea that maybe it's something to share for future business that I've had a long time ago. And you guys might be the two people that would, would help us. Awesome. But then we have to move to Las Vegas. Hey, I love Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. So that'd be fine. <laughs> can, I you, can I tell you a drunk story really quick? Oh, yeah, gosh. of course. Do you want it recorded? Yeah, that's fine. But uh, speaking, you, <laughs> speaking of Las Vegas, um, growing up, my, um, my dear, dear friend, Megan and I, we went to Vegas. We were in our early 20s. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those, um, what did you call them? Time warps? Time travel. <laughs> time travel. Uh, so I, tra I time traveled when I was in Las Vegas and I woke up the next morning and Chantille, or Chantille, Megan uh, goes to the bathroom, comes back out and she goes, you'll never believe it. <laughs> she said, I have a tattoo on my butt cheek. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, so come to find out we both have tattoos on our butt cheeks. And they read, Viva mm -hmm. Las Vegas. They're really, really Forevermore yeah. on our left butt cheeks. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's telling the truth. That's some fun time travel. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's some good time travel. Oh, some yeah. serious time travel. <laughs> but I, I'm glad to be able at this point to be able to laugh back at some mm -hmm. of the dumb stuff that I've done. Yeah. In my Hopefully other people can yeah. too, because it does, it takes a while to get to that point where you can almost forgive yourself for some of your yeah. actions. Yeah. That's one thing that's difficult for a lot of people. I think yeah. for myself included, because every time I look back at certain things from my past too, as well as I wasn't perfect and in, in 
living as a bartender full-time before I went to chiropractic school and stuff. And you look back and you're like, ah, you know, wish I would have done it this way or that way. But now in my work in the chiropractic world and with what I'm doing now, everything that's happened before was a gift for now. And so you can't look back and say, uh, and regret it anymore because that's just going to punish yourself now. And my brother told me the other day, guilt is a choice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, Absolutely. you know, so don't choose to be guilty well, if, if, if it's done. You can have, like, you can make amends in your everyday living. You know what I'm saying? For the, as yeah. long as you're living a good life, I feel like some of that stuff, as long as you're proving your, you know, your living example, I'm mm-hmm. living amend for doing better. I don't yeah. think it'd be hard on yourself. Yeah, absolutely not. And then if you can get right back up and try again the next day, because that's what really matters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We need to, you need to put those words of wisdom all over your walls. Yeah. It does not have my butt cheeks though, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think we could. Can I show you guys something since you said that um, right on our walls? I would love to show you something. Sure. I'm going to take you, I'm going to take you into the bathroom. Oh, great. We are at unimpaired (laughs) right now. And we have the most beautiful women's bathroom you've ever seen in your whole entire life. So. I can say now that I was in the unimpaired women's bathroom today. (laughs) So right here, this is the back wall. Sober looks sexy on you. So it is written backwards. So that way, when you take a picture in the mirror, it's forwards. It's a little bit opposite for you guys now on Zoom, but normally, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, but you did it good. That's a great idea. So, So we wrote up here, how will you be remembered? And we put markers in the bathroom and we have literally let them walk, draw all over the walls on how they will be remembered. And these women write the most beautiful things that you could even imagine. I mean, just all filled with positive, positive things, just building each other up. Literally women just writing beautiful, wonderful things to build each other up. It's so cool. I think, yeah. A wonderful mother. I mean, you are loved. You are the one that wakes up in the morning. You know, put yourself to sleep at night. Do what makes you happy and don't ever think twice. You know, just some of these positive motivational things that we have. Uh, just every, you, every day when we come in here, it's just more and more exciting. And so what do you have for the men? <laughs> okay, I'll take in there. You guys got a better selfie mirror, that's for sure. We have what? A, a better selfie mirror. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Okay, it's a little boring in here, but we do have the same thing. Find a way, not an excuse. That would be backwards in the mirror. And then, of course, we got wash your hands, you filthy animal. <laughs> boring, kind of boring. But well, isn't that neat, though? All of, the, all of the things, all of the positive things that, that those women are right. Wow, I really, really think it's really cool what you guys are doing, so... Thank you for being you Thank and doing you. this. This is quite a cool thing. Tomorrow, I think, unless you have any other questions, we're going to go and I'm going to do a quick, normally we do a controversial topic um, on our show and we discuss it. Normally I pick one out of a hat, but in today's situation, it's as if, you know, thinking of any, what's a current controversy that you guys are dealing with over in the United States right now? Oh. oh, 
I'm trying to think of, oh God, I don't, I don't know. I think one of the uh, things is the people that do tend to drink heavily, they almost want to mock the idea of this and laugh at it. That's a, that's that does a, happen sometimes. A yeah. little bit of an ongoing thing. From what yeah. I have seen in the establishment, I haven't received any negative feedback in any other way, but that's the only thing that I can see. Like they'll come in, you know, and just, or on social media land, they just can't understand the concept. And so they're negative about it. That can happen. But that can happen with you guys have had like haters a little bit. Um, once in a while, not, not, not too haters, many, not too many, like just mocking. You know what I'm saying? Like laughing at the idea, not hating, just laughing. Like you guys are crazy. That's never going to work. Yeah. So you know what that does? That lights a fire under our ass. Mm -hmm. I love it. <laughs> it's just because yeah. they can't imagine themselves being right. able to enjoy life or being able to go out and enjoy themselves without it and so yeah. it, that yeah. I mean you probably would have felt the same way before you're right you, you're you right. came up with the concept I mean that's absurd have a have a party go out do something without alcohol yeah that doesn't make them. sense why do you want yeah. a, do you want a bar that doesn't serve alcohol you know what I mean right. it, it, it makes yeah. sense I think the craziest thing is, is when you subtract alcohol out of your life, then you sit there and you really have to get to know yourself. Then you're not, you don't even get to hide behind anything for yourself. You're filled with your feelings and you get to learn to love yourself. And I think it's, it's pretty <laughs> that's difficult. That's difficult sober, let alone, you know, um, it, it's a difficult thing for people to do is to honestly look at themselves and it's much easier to hide behind alcohol or hide behind making fun of somebody else or a lot of things exactly yeah i did think you that's find to for us to did you find something well going through the list that i have left we've already went over most of them on the other episodes and i'm thinking we have to come up with either with another or um <laughs> if you want to talk about big pharma pharmaceutical industry yeah <laughs> we can do that <laughs> that's good Man. Well, that we, that's like a three or four hour conversation. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm not one for public controversy, so I'm going to let Amber take over on this. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think we're going to keep it, uh, keep it soft because right now we've talked a lot about things and even like being sober, sober in the world now is controversial. Extremely. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think we don't need to go into any other, other things regarding controversy t for the show. Right. Um, just want to, Thank you guys for what you're doing. And um, I want to keep updated, keep keep us updated how things are going. So then when we start growing, you start yeah. growing, then we can maybe provide resources for you to grow even further and faster. That would be so I think, you know, I think uh, I have some friends in the U.S. in pretty much all over the country. So I can probably help hook you up with the right context as well to see if we can make this franchisable and maybe awesome. make it faster. Yes. That now if you, now if you go to Atlanta, boy, I'd love to, or if you're ready, when you're ready to expand to Atlanta. Amber's uh, already got that Southern voice going for her. <laughs> Amber's already got that Southern Bell voice. Yeah. Have you lived in the South before? Um, no, Phoenix. So because I don't know. You, you sound like you come like a Southern Bell. <laughs> Well, I think, I think that's a bluegrass thing. It I might think, be. I think we all yeah. are. Kind of, it's we're our own little world. Yep. We are. <laughs> I used to live in Nashville, so it's fun. Oh, I, I love Nashville. 
It's fun. How wonderful. Music every day, just positivity. I love Nashville. Yeah, that was a fun city. That was fun to live in. Okay, so we're going to end the show. And we just want to thank everybody. And thank you guys, uh, Amber and Chantille, for coming on and talking with us and sharing everybody. Uh, Send me later the links to that... um, Shine on, to the shine on Quad Cities. I'll send over the video to my IT guy. He's going to get it updated and then I'll send you the link to the YouTube uh, recording. And this will also be on iTunes. That's awesome. I think it's, I think it's appropriate for iTunes. I think we, (laughs) I think I might've said one, one swear word. We said butt cheeks. And butt butt cheeks I think is okay. (laughs) Okay. So what we always say to our, our listeners when we sign off is, uh, Stay relaxed, everybody. So, everybody stay relaxed, stay safe. Stay relaxed.